Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking to have a credit card or to not have a credit card. That is the question. Hey guys, first, um, I just want to send out a big apology. I know it's been a while since I did a podcast. 
Um, I actually traveled recently and got sick, of course, on the airplane, coming home and lost my voice. So I have not been able to string together a sentence without coughing or sounding like a terrible frog um, that is stuffed underwater. So I'm finally better and I'm so excited. I missed you guys so much. Um, excited to be podcasting again, and I promise that I will um, record a few extra episodes to make up for my absence. All right, so today we're going to talk about do you need a credit card or do you not need a credit card? But before we go into that, I just want to talk briefly about um, my course that I am so excited is finally going to launch on July 15th. And it is called Master Your Budget in 30 Days. And listen, I am bringing all my tips, all my tricks, spreadsheets, worksheets, everything that I impart on uh, clients who hire me as a financial planner to you guys for a super low price. And what I'm going to do is the program is one month long, so it runs from July 15th to August 15th. And I am only offering this the first go around to the podcast listeners. So to you guys first only. And why I'm doing that is that I want to load it up with all sorts of extra goodies and um, see what you guys like and, um, you know, just really give you, because you've been such loyal listeners, give you um, everything in the kitchen sink, as they say, in this course. So what happens is each week a new uh, module will be released So at the end of 30 days, this is my promise to you, all right, is that you are going to be a budget master. You are going to know how to work your budget, a system that you can put in place that's so easy for you to follow. You're going to know what to do when your budget breaks. You're going to know how to fix anything that's going on in your budget right now. You're going to come up with your own um, list of goals and a savings plan, and you're going to learn how to put all of these pieces together step by step by step, all right? So at the end of the program, you are going to have a list that literally, if you follow the list every single month, you're going to find ways to find savings in your current budget, in your current bank account, because I promise you, no matter how much money you're making, there is hidden savings in there, all right? And that is my specialty, and that's why people hire me. So you're going to know your numbers. You're going to be really intimate with what's going on, and it's going to be fun. So this is not like a dreadful process, right? I'm going to bring you all of my energy, um, all of my excitement to this program so that you will feel so super empowered to really take this on, to finally like master your budget. And the cool thing about this course is that once you're a student, you have lifetime access to this. So as I add more modules and maybe more worksheets in there, or as I continue to do more live um, webinars and events that tie into the course, you're going to have access to all of that, all right? So I'm going to bring you a whole episode where I um, talk more about the course and how to Jedi mind trick your budget. Um, as I like to teach people. But if you're interested in this ahead of time to get on the list, um, because I only have a certain amount of spots available, kind of the first go around, what I want you to do is grab your phone and I want you to text me the words budget now, all one word together, budget now, all right, to 44222. And you're going to get a reply text back from me that's going to ask for your email address. Just plug in your email address and then I'll put you on the list so that you can find out more information about this course, all right? So that's all I'm going to talk about that now, 
And I'm going to go into a lot more detail um, in the next few upcoming podcasts. All right, so let's talk about credit cards because this is kind of the number one question that I get asked all the time. And I understand intimately, um, both personally and professionally, you know, the pros and cons of credit cards. There was a recent study that came out by a company called bankrate.com. And what they found was an astonishing 64% of millennials do not own a credit card. I find that very interesting. Um, It also shows that credit card usage increases with age. So 55% of 30 to 49-year-olds have credit cards. 62% of people 50 to 64 have credit cards. And so on and so forth. So as people get older, they use more credit cards. And um, Mike... Satara, uh, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, from bankrate.com, their personal loan and credit analyst, had some um, very interesting quotes. So he says, millennials are clearly falling short in terms of credit card uses to their elders. Uh, credit cards shouldn't be seen as taboo, used correctly. It can not only provide the added benefit of points and rewards, but also help establish a healthy credit score, which is valuable for lots of things in the future. And, you know, I couldn't agree with him more. Um, And this is coming from someone who, when I came out of college, you know, credit cards were being handed out like candy. So it was super easy to get a credit card. Um, But I didn't have a big uh, limit on my credit card. So it it was fairly small. And, of course, I got into credit card debt. But it was, like, fairly manageable for me to pay off the credit card debt. Now... Um, you know, just years after I got out of college, it's a whole different system. I mean, it's really easy for a college graduate to come out of college and get a credit card with like a $5,000 credit limit. Well, that's a whole other ball game. You know, if you're not used to budgeting or you haven't figured out how to budget, or maybe your income is inconsistent, that's really, it's tough. It's like setting you up for failure. And, And this goes for everyone. So even all of you listening who are probably like, oh, I've made all the right money moves, et cetera, et cetera, you've maybe done a few things that, you know, are not so good, and that's totally fine. So what I tell people is, like, look, there's no blanket answer for whether you should have a credit card or not. It's really your personal choice. However, I am going to talk to you about why you should have a credit card, all right? And I'm going to hopefully debunk a few of or demystify a few of the, um, you know, people that are out there talking about reasons why you shouldn't have a credit card. So here is my, as I like to call it, credit card manifesto. All right. This is my this is my credit card creed, if you will. All right. Here you go. You ready? Okay. so credit cards, they are a tool. Don't let them make you into a fool. Use them to help you score lots of money things like good credit, rewards, cash back, security for emergencies, and more. Use those little pieces of plastic responsibly, or not at all. Pay the puppy off or create a plan to knock off the debt fast, and don't let interest take up space in your budget. All right, that is my manifesto. That is my creed. Credit cards, they're a tool, but don't let them make you into a fool. All right, so hopefully somebody's tweeting that out right now. All right, so what the heck do I mean by that? Number one, credit cards without a doubt help you establish your credit score. 
Is credit score important? Heck yes, it is. This is like the DNA of your skin, right? Your credit score has so much influence over money things now and in the future. Buying houses, buying cars, um, securing jobs, um, credit card interest rates, how much interest you're going to pay, right? So a credit score is a big deal. Now, if you're listening and you're going, oh crap, I have a bad credit score, don't panic, all right? There are ways that we can work to get that credit score up, all right? So don't, don't panic about that, all right? I don't want you to like freak out. But I want you to understand that if you have no lines of credit, if you have no credit cards, your credit score is going to be lower, right? While that may not impact you right now, it may in the future, okay? And canceling your credit cards, please, please don't do this. It does lower your credit score. So one of the factors of your credit score is your credit um, history, the length of your credit history, right? And what I find is like people will cancel a credit card that maybe you got like as your first credit card. Well, that credit card has helped establish the first starting point of your length of history. When you cancel that, that screws up the whole kit and caboodle, all right? Don't cancel them. If you have problems with using credit, here is my like simple, easy fix. Don't put them in your wallet, right? Like hide them in a drawer. I have even known people that have like frozen them in blocks of ice in the freezer. I swear to you, um, it works. I had a friend do that in college. Um, but put them away somewhere you can find them because that's important. But just don't keep them in your wallet. If they're not in your wallet, you're not going to use them. See how easy that is? Everybody makes this so hard, but it's, it's not. Okay, number two, you want to buy things like a car or a house, right? I'm not going to beat a dead horse here, but those are really important things that probably like 99.9% of you listening are going to purchase, if not now, sometime down the line. And that's going to make a big difference. For a house, something that costs like hundreds of thousands of dollars, having a lower interest rate is pretty darn important. Just think about how much money you're going to save. It's really, it's really crazy. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30 
washable silk tops, timeless, 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, number three, you want to rent a car on vacation. Most people don't think about this, right? You go to um, Hertz or whatever, whatever, Avis, I don't care, pick a place, right? And you want to rent a car. Most places won't let you rent a car with a debit card. And B, you shouldn't rent a car with a debit card, even if you can. Because here's what happens. Lots of the credit cards have protection nowadays where you don't need to buy the really ridiculous Uh, expensive coverage that the um, car rental place is trying to sell you, okay? They make money. I used to work at Enterprise way, 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 way long ago. When I was in college, I can tell you from firsthand, they make money off of the uh, insurance that they sell you, right? So they want to sell you the insurance and they make it sound really, really convincing. But most credit cards now do have protection that is built into your credit card plus than whatever you have on your car insurance, all right? Don't use a debit card because you have no protection. You are just like out there if something were to happen to the car. Number four, if your savings account is low on funds, a credit card can be a saving grace. Now, listen to this like carefully, all right? That doesn't mean that you use your credit card to rack up a ton of expenses. But what that means is if you don't have a big cushion or a big emergency fund and the car breaks down or like, God forbid, you have to travel someplace like last minute or I don't know anything. There are millions of scenarios. Having a credit card where you have some available balance can be really helpful to you, right? Because if you don't have the cash to do it, like what are you going to do? Um, Number five, okay, so this is actually an example Um, I think I might have shared this story with you before, but I went to Africa, gosh, now like four years ago, and I got stuck in the Johannesburg airport and I had to purchase a ticket to like, I was like desperately pleading to get back to Los Angeles. And there were only like two flights and the flight I was supposed to be on, I would have to wait like 24 hours and it was just, it would have been a disaster. So... I had to uh, purchase a ticket and I had to just basically pay whatever the heck the ticket cost. It was over $3,000 and I nearly died, but um, I was stuck in the airport. I had no currency with me. Um, My cell phone charger was on like 20%. My luggage was lost. I mean, it was like every calamity that you could possibly think of. I remember like vividly, I went to like a couple of the... um, 
the uh, airline, you know, desk to like beg and plead with them. And um, nobody was willing. They were like looking at me like, ah, you, you like silly American, you know? So I literally just like sat on the floor in the middle of the airport. People were just walking by me. And um, I was just like, I, I'm, I just, I physically like, I can't stand anymore. I am literally sitting on the floor and I have no money. I have no cell phone basically. And um, I have one credit card that's got like just enough available credit to pay for that flight. <clears throat> it was unbelievable. Anyway, so that is another example why you probably need available credit. Um, also, when we're talking about traveling, again, the same thing, like don't use a debit card. You have very little protection. If something was to happen to, um, gosh, like every time I've traveled to Europe, it's ridiculous. I've gotten my credit card number stolen and people have charged things. If I was using a debit card, it would be really hard for me to get that money back. So just think like, what if you're using a debit card and somebody like wipes out the amount of money you have in your bank account and you don't realize it, right? And then you're trying to fix it when you're in Europe. It's not, it's not going to get fixed and you could be stuck there with no money. So that's like, that's like a huge protection thing. Be super careful about that. Also, a credit card helps you keep track of expenses because they um, their statements are like really itemized and they give you a yearly, you know, or annual, I guess you will, kind of like rundown of all the categories that you spent money in. I find that like super helpful, especially if you're an entrepreneur or self-employed and listening. Um, your accountant will thank you or when you're doing your taxes, it'll just make life so much easier. And lastly, you can actually rebuild your credit score while you're still paying off debt. So many people think that this is a faux pas, but it is not a faux pas. Um, You can actually rebuild your credit score. So by using your, your credit card kind of here and there, you can continue to build your credit score while you're paying off the debt, all right? So what a lot of people do is like when they get so just like PO'd about having debt is they cancel everything. That's really a no-no. And I understand the gut reaction. I really do. Um, But just try to avoid that. Just think logically. And if you're in that situation, like, just please come back and listen to this podcast and know that I'm holding your hand and you're going to make it through. (laughs) So is there an argument for not having a credit card? Yes. All right. Maybe you're not good with them. And I understand. Maybe you're listening and you're like, Shauna, I just, we're not good friends. I can't trust having a credit card, all right? You have to do what's right for yourself. And forget what I'm telling you. You have to be responsible for yourself. But what I'm going to urge you is like just like anything in life, like if you're starting a workout routine or you want to lose 10 pounds or any sort of goal that you want to have, right, especially money, you've got to just put some parameters around it for yourself. And you got to just say, self, I am not putting another freaking penny on my credit card for at least, I don't know, however long you want to say, right? And you just have to stick with that. Don't keep your card in your wallet. Don't even think about the fact that you have it. Put the payment on auto pay. So you're, I mean, do everything possible besides getting rid of them all, right? But if that's what you have to do in order for you to, you know, handle this, 
then I'm all for it, all right? So I'm not trying to like back you into a corner. I'm just trying to be like really honest with you about credit cards. So I don't know if you guys have heard about a guy by the name of Dave Ramsey. Many of you have. You've probably read his books. Maybe you've heard about him. So he teaches no credit. He teaches no debt. And I don't think that's actually realistic money advice. I understand where he's coming from, but I think it's ridiculous. No debt, okay, yeah, that's maybe a little bit different. But no credit cards, again, it's ridiculous. Paying cash gets you nowhere. He also says have no car, no house, no student loan, none of that debt, all right? So I can argue this point literally all day long. But what I'm trying to teach you is how to be smart with your money, like when to take on debt and when not to take on debt. That's what I want you to learn. Not no debt is or any debt is bad. Come on, that is just, it's not going to work. Like, look at, look at our system. Like, who the heck walks around with cash? Do you have cash in your wallet? I might have 20 bucks, right? But, I mean, I'm not thinking, like, every day, like, oh, my gosh, do I have cash in my wallet? Probably most of you are in the exact same boat I'm in. Like, literally, when was the last time you walked into your bank, right? Maybe a lot of you have, all right? But I would say like in the last year, I probably walked into my bank like twice. I always use the ATM if I'm going to like deposit a check or anything like that. The point is, we just don't walk around with a ton of cash. But don't beat yourself up if you have credit card or other debt, all right? And don't let anyone tell you that you've done something wrong. I get so upset, so mad when people like Dave Ramsey or other people that are out in the media try and tell you that you're you're wrong, you're bad, you've 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 made a bad decision, all that forget it, okay? If I if I swore on this podcast, which I don't, but if I did, I would be swearing, I'd be saying all sorts of like four-letter words right now, right? So just like fill in the blanks for me. The point is, all right, maybe it wasn't the best choice. Or maybe like the rest of us, you just had to take on debt. It's about what you do with the debt that matters. And you can quote me on that, okay? So I meet so many like 20s and young 30-year-olds who come to me just like in shame that they have student loan debt or that they have credit card debt or something like that, right? You just feel bad because, my God, like you read stuff, like you, you, you listen to um, TV, And they want you to believe that you have made, like you have committed a crime. You have not. You are living life, all right? And so I am about like positivity. Okay, so maybe if you're in debt. Okay, maybe if you're trying to come out from student loan debt. Okay, I get it. I get it. Maybe you lost your job and you couldn't make your credit card payment for a few months and your credit score kind of went to crap. Okay, okay, right? These are like fixable things, like we can fix these things, right? We can we can master our budget. We can get on like a good payment plan. We can do this. We can totally, totally, totally do this, all right? But what I don't want you to do is to have some immediate reaction because you feel bad or you feel shamed and then go out and like cancel everything and, you know, screw your credit score or screw a lot of things for the future. That's what I don't want you to do, all right? Just make smart choices. That's all. So I'll get off of my soapbox now. (laughs) Lastly, I just want to talk about, you know, do you have the right credit card, all right? So it's possible you have credit cards, but you don't have the right ones. 
So if you don't know this, what I want you to do is take out a piece of paper and I want you to look up all of your credit cards. I want you to find out what is your interest rate. If it's high, and, and for me, that's like anything over like 12, 14%-ish. I want you to figure out why. Why is it high, right? Did you miss a payment? Um, did something happen that the interest rate is high? Just, just figure that out. Then I want you to think about, are you getting stuff for what you're spending? If so, what? All right? Like, what has your credit card done for you lately? Have you gotten rewards? Have you gotten points? Have you gotten cash back? Have you gotten something? Something. That's the beauty of credit cards, right? You get something for free for using the credit card. It's, it's literally having your cake and eating it too, all right? And lastly, quickly, there's two ways to pay off debt, right? You can either attack the highest interest rate first, or you can go after the lowest balance first. I like, from a psychological standpoint, the lowest balance, but are you wrong if you pick either method? No. Okay, so here's what, what you do. Let's say I'm looking for the highest interest rate. Let's just say I'm picking that one, right? And I find my card with the highest interest rate. What I'm trying to do is, can I get my other cards um, or can I get that card? Let's just, let's just go there. Can I get that card on like a 0% interest rate or the lowest interest rate possible? Can I negotiate that credit card interest rate? Yes, you can. Remember, we talked about that. You totally can. Maybe you can negotiate that credit card interest rate just a little bit lower. That means you just pay it off faster, right? So the point is that you attack either the card with the highest interest rate or the card with the lowest balance. You pay that off. It's done. You pay minimum payments on all the other cards, right? Once that one's done, you take whatever you are paying towards that, you roll it on to the next card in line, right? And you go on and on until they're all paid off. Now, the trick is you have to not incur more credit card debt, right? So that's kind of the tipping point. But either way you go, you're going to be in a great position. You just can't flip-flop between the two methods, right? So pick one method and stick with it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you got a lot out of this podcast. I hope that you feel a little bit better about whatever situation you're in, right? As always, feel free to follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game, or if you have a money question, go on to yourmillennialmoney.com, click on contact, and send me the question.